We are the Dorksmen, and we're here to make you laugh and stuff. One, two, three, four. Welcome, everybody, to episode 57 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. Uh, I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I am Vengeance. <laughs> I'm Collector Clint. I'm Asian Tony Stark. And as the people that are watching live on Twitch, as you can see, we have a very special guest with us this week, the Pretzel King, the oh, <laughs> shoe connoisseur, soon to be dad. We've got Cam here with us today. Thank you, Cam, for joining us again. Thanks for having me back. The um, Cam on Cam was strictly coincidental, by the way. It's perfect. It, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Um, so before we get too far into it, let's just quick... Uh, housekeeping things as you guys can see today this is very different uh we are recording live via twitch so if you're hanging out in the chat and stuff what's up thanks for hanging out uh we'll probably not be interacting too much with the chat uh just because we're recording live um but make sure you guys are following us on twitter and instagram at the underscore dorksman uh play make sure you're playing bingo you can play bingo live this week if you're in the uh, if you're in the chat with us uh, dorksmanbingo.com so uh, feel free to play along uh, live or when you're listening to this on the playback uh, on Monday. Um, yeah, dorksmanbingo.com. Shout out to Andrew uh, for making the cards for us. And of course, uh, Larry from the STS guys for uh, doing the uh, redirect and all that fun stuff for us. So we're really appreciative of those guys. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump into the Ask Dorksman questions today. Uh, our first question is actually from... Uh, Michael, uh, Michael Newland, who is the brother of Andrew. Uh, they have a uh, podcast themselves called The Toy Rewind. Uh, they're a few episodes in. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys Great. check them out. Yep. Shout out to um, The Toy Rewind. Yes. Oh, there's the ding. There's the, the bell. Ding. There's the bell. Oh, I got a missed bingo reference. What does that mean? <laughs> that means it's a bingo. You got a bingo square. Oh, okay. Every time you hear that bell, it's someone hit a hit a bingo square that we know of. Right. We missed a lot, I'm sure. We missed yeah. Anyway, please go on to the um, question from Michael. So Michael's question, very on brand for them. Uh, what toy line from your childhood did you have the most fun playing with? I usually go first, so I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and go. Um, All right. I, I, I gave this some thought because there are so many toy lines from my childhood that I just remember just playing all the time, whether it was Transformers or uh, Ninja Turtles or Legos or whatever. But the one thing I can remember playing with and just um, using to play with other toys, you know how you'd always do that. You take one toy line and, you know, they'd fight each other. But it was oh, always yeah. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was always fighting somebody, whether G.I. Joe was fighting Transformers <laughs> or G.I. Joe was fighting the Ninja Turtles or Star Wars, whoever. G.I. Joe was just, you know, they were versatile. They were they were able to fight anybody. So that that's the one I'd probably go with is, is G.I. Joe. Because I, I played with them so bad. Look, I don't know if you remember, but the original G.I. Joes, I don't know if they still make them like this, had the rubber bands inside the, mm -hmm. the legs. Do you all remember yeah, that? Yeah. And yeah. so I remember several times having to replace rubber bands. So that should tell you how many wow. times I played with them and how, how, how rough it got sometimes. So. That's awesome. Rough with the toys. <laughs> What I find funny about that is G.I. Joe is probably the smallest out of all the other toys you mentioned. So they're always picking on people that are yeah. bigger than them. <laughs> I, I think the, that line would have been, what, like three and three quarter inches or something, maybe? Something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like a huge yeah. difference, but, yeah, you know, enough to notice. Interesting. Um, I'll take next. Um, I, and part, part of the reason I'm going to tell you this is I want to tell a quick, funny story about it. 
Um, believe it or not, I was really an Motu when I was younger. Uh, it mm-hmm. hasn't carried over with me like so many others it has, but I had a ton of different, we just called him He-Man. I wasn't cool enough to call him Motu back then. But the reason I want to tell the story, and I've told this on Geek Together, and the reason I remember this is I had so many that they all got tired from fighting each other because, you know, they're big <laughs> guys and they got exhausted. So when I was younger, I talked my mom into buying me the pink Barbie hot tub so they could all relax and enjoy a little <laughs> That's I'm not even I'm not even kidding. Uh, I remember I remember the I remember the hot tub very well. I had the little yeah. push uh, push <laughs> bubbles and gay bubbles, and I just remember He Man sitting there, and uh, I was a big fan of the mosquito guy was sitting in there, and you know I had battle damage Skeletor. I'll just sit there after a day, like, whoo, you really gave it to me today, He Man. But yes, yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, That's really gave it to him, didn't he? Yeah, choice words, choice words on his chest. It was uh, it was beat up. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, One hell of a yeah. crossover with hot tub time machine right there. Right. You were talking <laughs> yeah. about crossovers. I went, I went gender specific toy crossover. <laughs> but, um, but I did have a lot and I'm really bummed there. And my mom claims she didn't get rid of them, but I can't find them, but I did have quite a collection of He-Man. So that is my answer to that question. That's awesome. How would you run me next? I would say either TMNT. Cause I mean, Going to, yep. I don't even remember what episode this was. Now, in the first fifteen, I showed my Usagi Ojimbo with the ears mm. snapped off. Mm-hmm. So obviously, uh-huh. I was very rough with those, and my Hot Wheels. I loved. Oh. This is very off-brand for me. I'm sorry, but I had a Batmobile that I just loved to play with, and you know those things—they're like almost indestructible. But the paint on it was like almost non-existent after all the yeah. rough times I had with it. So it was between those two, definitely. <laughs> Got yourself a Proto. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> No, I'd say that would be more like a scrapper because I stripped the paint off of it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Got it from China. Yeah. Right? They're all the scrapper hot, hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Nate? How about you, Kim? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Nate, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. We'll, we'll let you answer first. All right. We're having a nice off. Yes. Um, I, you won't uh, beat the Canadian. You won't beat the Canadian. <laughs> yes, you don't, you don't have a chance. Oh have a chance. my God, what have I done? Uh, <laughs> no, I remember I, Hot Wheels, Legos, like all that stuff. But the thing that sticks out to me were those Power Rangers figures where like the head would flip out of the body. I don't oh, know if you guys remember yeah. those, but like, oh. be like, no, no helmet, suddenly helmet. And I remember having a couple of those, <laughs> but like in hindsight, it's kind of a weird, like there were a lot of features when it came to Power Rangers, but with that specifically, it seemed like such a, such a weird thing, even at the time to be like, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah Leg- Legos for sure. I think my parents still have like a huge, like, you know, storage tub of Legos for, you know, when, when this kid is old enough. Or when I'm bored, I guess. But um, <laughs> and like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine trains. I don't know if they're like die cast, but they're the, they're like sharp. <laughs> yeah, and they're heavy. I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about. Like, yeah, it was like I mean, 30 years ago, basically. So you know, no rules. But th- those are what stick out to me. <laughs> they don't make toys like they used to, right? Like those no. those die cast well, toys had some heft to them, right? Like if you yeah. fell on one or you threw one the wrong way, like it would just make dents and stuff everywhere they also had some yeah. lead paint to them so be <laughs> right not making them like they used to might be a good thing yeah yeah, yeah no kidding and the lead paint explains a lot <laughs> for a lot of us for a yeah. lot of us it, it explains a lot um yeah for me it would be definitely gi joe's just because um 
you can mix and match. They, they like Joey said, they fight anybody. Any other toy you have, you have, you had like toy dinosaurs. GI Joes would fight dinosaurs. <laughs> um, if you had cars, like your Transformers, they'd fight Transformers, like they did in the comics and stuff, right? So, um, it would, it would GI Joes were the most kind of versatile one for me. Um, and those old school GI Joes, and my cousins used to, uh, like Joey saying with the rubber bands, you could like. In, like you could switch them up so we'd put duke on like the female body and be like oh, this is hilarious <laughs> like, and, like you're like just a kid right so you just you don't even know what you're doing and it's that's just, awesome like, yeah. yeah so we did a lot of stupid things like that so yeah for definitely gi joe for me is uh one of those toys that um stick out and remind me uh just had the most fun playing with um i have lots of memories of those so michael of course no it, okay. it, it, it definitely had the most uh epic action figure playset that I think only mm -hmm. 3% of the population could afford the USS flag battleship. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not have one. I assure I you that. <laughs> I think yeah. took up like half a bedroom. If you got, I mean, you might as well turn it, it into huge. twin size bed, like double up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to sleep on this during the day and then play with it <laughs> some other Dude. time. At that point, yeah, just yeah. enlist. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, you want the real thing, right? aircraft carrier. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a child. <laughs> You guys, you guys got to go back and listen to Geek Together about Ming Chen and his story about the USS Flag. It's pretty good. He, I remember seeing uh, on Comic Book Men, he he bought one, right? And he he had it on the show. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's definitely go back and listen to that episode. Um, I'll, I'll tell you right so, now, he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, really? That's the, that's, oh, yeah, that's your, that's spoiler your tease. Alert. Yeah. Spoiler wow. alert. Uh, um, there's a toy store out. Well, kind of close to me, but it's like a half hour, 45 minute drive away called Toy Traders. And they have a giant mural on the wall. Like their their store is massive. It's like a warehouse size. And they have across the top and all around the store is uh, um, they've got like kind of like a, a homage to all the toys. And they have like these giant um, G.I. Joe Battlegrounds. They have like three USS flags oh, wow. like, oh, on the wall and all the vehicles and all the tanks and all the airplanes. They got everything and they're all like glued or nailed up there. So, I mean, they'll never sell them, but it's just really cool. I'll take some pictures next time. Out there. I think I've talked about this before, but um, it's been a while since I've been out there because pandemic and all. So, yeah. So, Michael, thank you for the question. Uh, we'd love to hear what toy line from your childhood you had the most fun playing with. I'm sure you'll probably answer this on uh, one of your upcoming podcasts because I'm sure you guys will be talking about your favorite toys uh, as you guys will. Uh, next question comes from Benjamin Sager. Uh, ben asks, if you could pick one comic book movie character to be recast, who would it be and why? I, I'll, I'll go on first again. Yeah. Okay, if you want to, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, I would recast the uh, voice uh, modulator from Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> really? That's what I would recast. Don't you like how he talks like this? <laughs> <laughs> who would you Who would you have in place? Uh, I just I just want to change the voice, but uh, no. Um, I, I thought about the character too. I I just don't think Tom Hardy. I, I think for all of mm -hmm. us especially that are used to Bane from the animated series and how bulked yeah, up the guy was. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that should have been the rocks role right there. The rock mm -hmm. should have been Bane, mm -hmm. no doubt. He wasn't yeah. the boulder then though. He was a lot smaller, even though he's still <laughs> huge, but he wasn't, you know, he was still the size big, he's like now. He's been still the guy absolutely, Hardy, though. Absolutely agree. Yeah. And he would have been great oh. at the role. I, yeah. What if you'd gotten the mountain? 
Ooh, mm. there you go. From Game of Thrones, yeah, the yeah. Uh, world's strongest man. Yeah. That yeah. would have been pretty yeah. epic to have him. You, as you just wanted somebody bigger and bulkier, and Which not makes with like the ridiculous voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, I still need a new voice simulator too. Modulator I love Tom Hardy as an actor, <laughs> but I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, well, I love Tom Hardy too. I, I at the time I remember thinking it was a pretty good villain. It was a pretty good movie, and then like as time went on, it was just like. Man, comparatively, I mean, even how do you feel about him even against like what was the Batman the first villain was the Scarecrow? Uh, and Ra- and Ra- yeah. Ghoul. Yeah. yeah. Raj Al Ghul. What what did, how did you was is Bane the worst of the whole trilogy in yes. your mind? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I like how you don't even ask about Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> which is well, smart. It's like why why even bring that into the conversation? <laughs> right. Right yeah. now, you know. It's like that that kind of screwed them up too, I think, because he was mm. so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, my answer is very similar. Now, I don't have a replacement, but I'm really hoping that when Marvel actually gets into the X-Men again, that they mm. recast Wolverine appropriately. And it's not that mm. Hugh Jackman was bad, because he wasn't. He was a great Wolverine. No. But if you ever even like looked at the trading cards or read the comic book or whatever, Wolverine's a short dude. He's 5'3". Yeah. And it's always yeah, he's shorter than me. He's like, right. He's yeah. short. So you got to find basically like a 300 pound bulky short dude to play him in the future. In my opinion. Yes. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny Damn, DeVito start so working now, buddy. I, I need yeah. boss logic on Twitter to go ahead and make oh Danny DeVito God. into the Wolverine. So, somebody did. tweet. He out actually did. He did he's he really? It he's done it before. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sure he's done it. I'm going to take it. I'll, I'll, I'll Google it. Google it. I'm gonna I feel like it. It would like call it. Sorry, he'd have yeah. to have a different name, even if he was Wolverine. <laughs> he'd have to be like Critter or something. He could be, he could be Logan, Logan DeVito. <laughs> Logan DeVito. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, that'd be my answer. Not again. No knock to Hugh Jackman. It's just they have this chance to redo it. And again, in the comic book, he was not tall. Do it right. Uh, Ryan, on the- your guy needs to be up. recast eventually. Oh, you you quiet down with that. That's not. No, he does. He does. They're not going to recast him. They're not going to bring him back. If they bring him back in the MCU, it's going to be from an alternate timeline. It'll still be RDJ. But I'm still hoping that they do this because it's not fully confirmed for Fantastic Four yet. But I'd love to see them do John Krasinski. I've seen Mr. Fantastic. As Mr. Fantastic. It's rumored. I think he's like perfect for the role. And yeah. I'll just keep it short and simple. I'm going to stay on brand with my Marvel, so. There you go. Okay. Well, that works. The question. What you, Kim? Um, well, you know, it was tough because I was looking, I was like, well, let's start by looking through all the comic book movies that have, you know, come to mind. And and casting agents are just so good at that, that like, they are. I was looking at, you know, even, like the whole MCU and even, even in the DC uh, movies, I feel like for the most part, they're pretty strong. Um, so I'm going to kind of take a left turn into like maybe a technicality for, uh, the avatar, the last airbender movie. I feel like they should recast and, <laughs> and, and give them a shot at like, you know, actually doing it right with the, with the, uh, the creators on board and with a, a new director who kind of understands the material, um, maybe in a different way. I don't know. I haven't seen the M night version, but I don't feel like it's kind of even worth exploring maybe it is i don't know have you guys seen it i've no, seen no. it and it's yeah. not very good oh. yeah it's not very good 
That's, a, that's the only review I ever hear is it's just not even worth watching, which yeah. is so sad because the, the show is so good. I, I, I just finished uh, Legend of Korra today, too, and it's been a really good series. Wow. Awesome. Hmm. Um, All right. For me, I think I'd have to just go purely for jokes, and it would be like with all the Batman hype, like I would recast Batman with like Nick Cage just to see oh, just how Awful. insane it would be like and i'm talking like during the peak crazy nick cage like when he was you know kind of losing his mind so i guess recently like recent nick cage <laughs> you mean so, earlier so. today <laughs> yeah 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 just i think like either him or like you know like gary Busey or just someone just so <laughs> insane because you know gary Busey's like bad shit crazy as they're the bad shit on. crazy what are you talking was about? that a pun what's that i guess it was that is yeah. yeah, so it'd be, that it'd would be, be amazing. amazing. You well, what's crazy? An unhinged actor. You yeah. want somebody who's going to do whatever. Yeah. What's crazy is yeah. Nicolas Cage was almost Superman. Right. Like they had yeah. the screen tests and everything, the costume fittings done with him, and it just fell fell apart. I don't remember the reason it fell apart, but I mean, could you imagine him as Superman? Because I can't. I can't That'd be either. hilarious. It would be amazing. <laughs> we were just talking today about how that role, but to more of an extent, Batman is such a difficult role to cast because not only are Batman and Bruce Wayne so different characters, mm -hmm. but both of those parts of that one character have been portrayed differently over time in mm -hmm. both comics and TV shows and, and now several iterations of reboots of the movies that it's difficult to find somebody that can pull off for what the masses believe both Batman should be like mm -hmm. and right. what Bruce Wayne. I, I argued Michael Keaton was probably the closest to being able to pull off both of yeah. them accurately and still i don't give him like an a on both of them but he's right he's probably the closest to being being both mm -hmm. while you're saying that I, i'm thinking i saw this today somebody put this up it was uh adam west and he's on the phone with the commissioner and the chief of police <laughs> at the same time but he's just, he's just uh the commissioner was batman the uh police chief was bruce wayne so he's like switching both phones and <laughs> talking to him and putting the phones together and acting like he's both of them at the same time and it's just like oh my god it's so bad it's good i remember one but time yeah. he put like the phone like reverse like it was like he was that's exactly what they did <laughs> yep and he, he was talking to that's this bruce wayne like that. yes this is bruce oh, wayne yeah. can you meet me this here <laughs> yes do i need to bring the money immediately <laughs> i can do that i mean yeah. he really was doing that yeah I, I mean, yeah it's ridiculous it's so but insane. um yeah I love but it. anyway that just made me think of that and of course robert pattinson's new batman role well we'll see yeah what, what do you guys think about the trailer um i'm, I'm all for it yeah i'm, I'm, I'm definitely invested yeah. now i didn't yeah. get a chance I'm, to watch I'm, it so i'm not too comments. sure about some of the images i've seen of him playing bruce wayne which is kind of what mm -hmm. made me bring that up right. um, yeah. but his, his so, Batman looks pretty good I like the look and the style of the movie so far a good smoky we'll eye yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it, I heard emo Batman it went yes yes but post. that's not in every scene he doesn't look like that in each right. scene no, so no, I'm no, wondering, no. I, I, yeah but when he takes off the mask yeah and, and if you guys haven't seen actually, a new trailer he's such an underrated actor I feel like mm -hmm. he gets pigeonholed as the Twilight <laughs> guy unfortunately right. <laughs> it's just, just talking about that earlier and same with like a bunch of actors from the, those movies. I think it's just tough to start out on something that kind of monolithic and then just try right. to fight your way back. And you're, he's like, I'm 35 now or whatever. You know what it's like? Yeah. He's like, he's yeah. not in high school or even 20 yeah. or whatever. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I feel like 
that trailer it, it was the part where he just like beats the crap out of that guy yep. <laughs> it was like, oh right wow, yeah. i haven't seen batman do that it's usually like a punch or he throws you somewhere or whatever but yeah man he did he didn't let up that was weird no. that was like batman, kind of. like michael keaton beat up like that we haven't seen anyone get beat up like that since like the 90s right like, well ben affleck dude, was really over the top batman mm. you know they they made him like the 99 percent the way to murder batman you know just to, i'm just gonna <laughs> right. hold back that last one percent you're gonna probably right. be in a coma for a month or two type yeah. of batman but but yeah. nate that's a good point i don't think i've seen somebody get beat up to nirvana since the 90s either <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But like it's, it's interesting about like you're saying about Robert Pattinson and we're completely off topic here, but he's in a new movie with uh, Tom Holland uh, on Netflix, the devil all the time. He plays like this crazy preacher guy and just in the trailer, he's incredible. Like he's convincing. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's in tenant, uh, which I really, really want to see, but I'm not yeah. going to cause pandemic. Um, so yeah. he's, he, you know, he's going to have a big couple of years here with Batman coming up as well. And if that goes well, he'll be locked into Batman for at least a couple of movies. I imagine. I, you know? I wish him the best. I want him to do well. Cause I, mm-hmm. I like yeah. Batman movies. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah. More. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? It can be that simple. <laughs> right. Right. It doesn't have to be critiqued. And yeah, he's not a moody yeah. vampire anymore. We get it. So let's, uh, yeah. He could still be. <laughs> hey, if they want yeah, to he's, just, he's a moody he bat instead. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> yeah. Evolution. <laughs> Twilight. Get him on the blood the crossover. Yeah. Oh man, that show. Love that show. Oh, so good, so good. Um, thank Very you, good. Ben. That question always. We love that. Could be like a whole episode by itself, which we might actually have to do. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. but we're very curious about what what you think, Ben. Uh, who would you would recast and and why? And uh, who would you recast it with? Because that'd be a lot of fun to hear. Um, so. Jumping into why we're all gathered here today, uh, we're here to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to celebrate one of the <laughs> best movies of all time. Uh, it's this ten-year anniversary of Scott Pilgrim. Um, if you haven't seen it, please, please, please do yourself a favor and watch it. It is honestly one of the funnest movies I've ever seen. I watched it again recently this week, and I'm just there's so many things I missed in previous mm-hmm. viewings. Um, it, it's on Netflix right so now. Good. It so is on Netflix, Netflix right yeah, now. You can watch it. Yep. Um, so of course we had to have Cam on to talk about this because he is like number one super fan of Scott Pilgrim, and we love it. So, yeah. What 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 do you think? Ten years later, Cam. I know you've probably watched it recently. Yeah. No. Definitely. I um, I'm surprised that it's been ten years, and in some ways that feels like it's been like too short and too long. Um, but I remember, like, it, 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 the first time I saw that movie, I remember kind of walking out of the theater and being like, that kind of hit on, you know, I was 20. So I, like, hit on, it hit on, like, music and video games and, like, community. And, like, it was just, like, really uh, kind of a moving thing. But I had never seen, like, I had seen movies with, obviously, with, like, live music or concerts or bands or whatever. But the way that music exists in that movie kind of stuck with me and the way that it actually transforms each person both separately and as a unit into these super powerful things was really kind of a moving idea. Um, but more than that, I mean, rewatching it, we'll talk about all this too. Um, but like my biggest takeaway was like, it was actually seen as maybe, maybe not a total failure, but it did not really make a ton of money for what it was. Mm. Um, mm. And it had so many, there were so many reasons for it to not work, whether it was 
a comic book movie adaptation alone is usually typically a, t- a hard thing to do. If it's especially if it's source material that wasn't Superman or Batman or an X Men right. or something like that. Right. Um, huge cast, lots of story to tell. I read the three volume re-released color version of the actual print story okay. uh, last year, and there's more in there. But like you could watch each independently; they kind of stand on their own. Um, which I think is a testament to Edgar Wright and everyone involved. Um, but it it shouldn't be as good as it is. And that's one of the things I like about it. It's kind of an underdog even now. Um, but I mean, over the past few years, been thinking about it a lot more and rewatching. It's kind of fallen into my constant rotation of movies where I can just, I know it, I can just turn it on and be happy with it. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously I love the movie, but I'd love to hear what you guys think about it too. Well, to me, it's crazy because I just rewatched. I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago with with my son, and then I rewatched it again today, just in preparation of you know recording today. And it's crazy how they're easily able to blend so many different types of genres into it because it's it's a, it's a comic uh, adaptation. It's definitely got an homage to video games in it. That's pretty obvious. Uh, big, I would even make the argument, even though it's not singing, to me it still has kind of that musical connotation to it because mm-hmm. the music, totally. like Camp said, played yeah. such a big big part in it. It's a comedy, it's a romance, it's, it's, it's got all those different elements and they blend so well. And like Camp said, it didn't really, you know, just destroy the box office records, you know, when it first came out, but it's become one of those uh, cult classic movies, you know, that mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. has grown their following ever since. Um, and it's just, like he was saying, just a testament to the writers and, and the actors and what they were able to to pull off and put together. And man, are there some big names in that movie, like Cam said, right? <laughs> My God. Yeah, it's nuts. Especially now. Like, even then, they were, they were decent size. But, I mean, hell, now they're so big. I mean... Chris Evans and Brie Larson, you know, Anna Kendrick's in there. Even Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Yeah. Brandon Ross. Thomas Uh, Jane was the vegan police. I didn't realize that until like (laughs) this week's rewatch. I was like, holy shit, that's Thomas Jane. Like, you got got Punisher, you got Captain America, Captain Marvel, you've got Superman. Brandon Ross is Superman. It's crazy. That cast is amazing. But I will Um, say, I think Michael Sarah was the best choice as Scott Pilgrim. He oh, just yeah. filled the role so well. <laughs> Literally um, Scott Pilgrim, which is insane. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he could be in anything else. He was He's going to be typecast forever, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> he did so well in that role. Um, yeah, it just it, it, you look at it now, and he, I mean, he nailed it. He nailed it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe he's the same guy who's high on cocaine and falls in the hole, and this is us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he was, <laughs> and he was so good now. Yeah, and <laughs> he, he's Mr. Manager, so... That's um, right. That's right. But yes, the, the casting was was fantastic for sure. I'm, um, I'm interested to hear Ryan's take because he yeah. watched it for the very first time this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me apologize in advance, Cam. This is one of the movies that I've <laughs> never seen, and I deeply regret it right now because I just watched it this morning after they told me that you were going to be on with us. I've been busy. Work was kind of just like a madhouse on Friday. I had things to do yesterday, yeah. so I, first thing I woke up, took my dog out, fed him. Popped on in front of the TV. I watched it start to finish. And two minutes in, I was already grinning because Legend of Zelda started playing in the background. I'm like, this is going to be a kick-ass movie. This is going to be so great. And much to contrary belief about me, I love rock music, even though it doesn't really show off the top of my 
face here. So everything about it, just like Joey hit on the head, it has multiple different angles. It talks about romance, drama. Mm -hmm. It gives a good, good amount of rock music, nostalgia with Super NES. And I love the Super <laughs> Game or Super Nintendo and video game feel to it where he beats one of the bosses or enemies and then you, <laughs> you level up and you get points. Yeah. And he has like <laughs> self-awakening, if you will, at the very end of the movie where he comes mm -hmm. to realization about himself. It's like there's all it hits the feels. It, it was a very good film. Bill Hader's the voice. I don't know if you guys knew that. Matt. He's the narrator. Mm, sure. Mm. I, I did not know <laughs> sure. that. I know that. But well, now that you said it, it, I can hear it. <laughs> I, I think I we could spend a lifetime <laughs> excavating that list of people who are in that. It's yeah. hundreds of people, it feels like. Right. I mean, but, we haven't but, even mentioned Jason Schwartzman. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Or, uh, and I can't remember who, you know, the Huntress now. Um, I can't think oh, of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, but but to your point, Ryan, like the thing with this movie is it's so easy. If you didn't actually watch it when it came out or you don't have people who are like, oh, you should watch it. You might miss it forever, which is like so weird for a movie that yeah. has the cast that it does. Because like one thing and this is kind of a tangent, but they what I loved about Knives Out is how they kind of took this all star cast and kind of use these actors and actresses who are known for certain things like bond is in there. There's, you know, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, like there's specific things. And then they're not that at all in the movie. Like they kind of make uh -huh. you fight the urge to go, Captain America lied. He's actually, a man. you know what I mean? Like, so, but they kind time, of, I'm like, yeah. they kind of uh, reverse engineer that. And they like, right. they could have never planned to do it, but it's fun to look at it now and go like, Oh yeah, this guy who's like a total jerk on set is actually captain america and is actually like see his whole public persona is being this like really nice kind person who's all about you know sharing positivity and so yeah i i, I just it's kind of an in, inexplicable thing i don't think they could have ever planned for it or reproduced that in any way but um i just it's so fun to watch and go like oh yeah there's captain marvel singing mm -hmm. metric songs and, you know yeah. <laughs> oh she's dating superman now okay yeah. <laughs> who's an also asshole crossover yeah. movie, who's right? also yeah. an asshole yeah yeah, yeah. totally uh, um i will say since i i watched the movie a number of times i'll tell you guys about my uh my my first showing at the movie theater in a bit but um, I always catch something new when I see it. At least one thing. There's so many little intricate details. Uh, and, you know, we, we were texting about it when I was watching it. And it's like, oh, yeah, make sure you're watching out for all the numbers, uh, which exit is when it pops up. You know, never caught the four when they first go into the club. And they never caught mm -hmm. uh, the two X's on. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the character's name. I'm sorry. But on the belt of the second evil X. Um, Lee, Lucas Lee, but you know, I, I, I never, those little things, even, even, uh, I was telling these guys, I watched it on Netflix. So I was on my computer, had my headphones in, heard music and heard sound effects I hadn't heard before. So there's, there's mm. all kinds of fun little stuff yeah. in there that, um, you might not even catch your first, second or third showing. So we're seeing again, for sure. If you haven't seen it, right. So Ryan, <laughs> go back and we're watch it. Basically. I never <laughs> yeah, watch it again, Ryan. I'll watch yeah. it again. <laughs> I can, I can foresee the, this movie being one of those out enjoy watching over and over and over again kind of like one of the greatest christmas movies of all time right joey iron man 3 oh god <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus, man you had you to. were yeah. pump, pumping me up i thought you were gonna say like home alone or Elf yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. and then you A hit christmas me with story the or something. iron man. Hey, man i gotta make it weird it's part of my responsibility here uh, <laughs> there you go ryan uh, there you go um watching watching this movie like Ever since we had banners, so we banners almost six. And every time we've tried to watch this movie up until recently, 
when they ring the doorbell, Banner goes crazy. Like he just like he'll just like he'll get he'll be sleeping in the other room and all of a sudden he'll get up, he'll start barking at the door. So we're like, you know what? We got I gotta watch it again and I wanna watch it on the big TV and I wanna watch it and enjoy it. So if he barks, it'll be fine. He slept through the whole thing. So shout out yes. to Dennis for, for being that perfect. Um but yeah, it's just like I, I'm very curious because I never read the graphic novel. So how does it compare to the Great movie? Question. Like um because I'm curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with, well, first, one of the things that I really appreciated about it is that the author, I don't, uh, Brian Leo O'Malley kind of mm-hmm. not only for every music sequence, did he write out the lyrics and like the feel of the song, but sometimes he would actually write the music, like draw the music out. So you could mm-hmm. actually play along with it if you were inclined to. So it was like kind of this weird little like mm-hmm. taste of reading music or, if you you know wanted to play um, garbage truck or whatever, you could just do that, um, which I which I like. I appreciated more because like I think that it would be fun to draw this and write it and or whatever. But he's like, no, I'm actually going to infuse it with like my passion for music and hopefully share it in that way too. Um, so there's a lot more like little details, kind of like Clint, what you were saying, like little sound effects or noises yeah. or like thoughts or or even one word every here every now and again um but uh but like with any i think novel to movie interpretation there's going to be some story left out so you get a little bit more of like early scott before he meets knives you get a little bit of like or you actually get a lot after the movie after he and ramon are together you learn more about their relationships between the characters um and it's just like it if you liked the movie and you like reading graphic novels there's no reason to not just jump in um it goes by quicker than i want it to um but (laughs) like that i think that's a good sign that it's just kind of a fun read but it's it's more of the same of of all the same things that we're talking about you know really fun characters um really you know this like kind of lively and at times like grimy (laughs) like music scene Um, totally there was totally some raw moments in there i agree with that completely and I also feel like what's so great is even though sex bomb sucks, like they admit that they suck. <laughs> They're like, we, we sound awful. They yeah. still look cool. <laughs> like their yeah. still, their songs cool are still powerful. Like Scott can still hold his own against, you know, Todd, if they're having like a bass off or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, that's, that's kind of the fun thing about it. Like you don't need to, they don't have to be the best to be powerful at something. And I think that that's like a big lesson to take away from something really fun, but it's also like, you know, if you're watching this with, it's such a good, like underrated, maybe not a perfect family movie, but it's kind of a family movie, you know, There's no except for maybe the teen <laughs> part, but like right after right. That. But even then it's not that, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is it's kind of a fun story for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's more than just it. like, um, there's deeper themes to it. And then yeah. you just kind of yeah. look past the uh, kind of the comedy and all that. There's a lot of, the, like Ryan was saying, like the coming of age of, of Scott and his self-realization that he's just, yes, he's he's better than what he thinks he is. And he, he gets yeah. that self-confidence. Yeah. He realizes <laughs> he's got to fight for him. Fight for what you want. Yeah. And Scott sucks. I mean, he's yeah. not a good dude. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> a terrible person. He's yeah. actually not a good guy at all. Yeah. Um, which is kind of the like my thinking. Like, as I was talking to some friends who just saw it recently too, and they were like, "I didn't like Scott at all." And you know, I don't think you're supposed to. I think you're supposed mm-hmm. to appreciate the journey. <laughs> I think you're supposed to maybe identify with like you know some 
like triangulate yourself with a few different characters. Like I don't watch that movie and go like I'm one person. I'm like, I love when Julie is there or I like when, you know, <laughs> Stacy Pilgrim is yelling at Scott. Like I like yeah. different things, but I'm not like, Oh yes. You know, Wallace Wells specifically speaks to me only. Um, so I think that would be scary because all those characters are also kind of bad too. It's yeah, kind like, of an yeah, honest perfect. look. Right. Mm-hmm. I do love Wallace. Wallace, Wallace might be my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys steals watched, the boyfriend? Um, like it's just yeah. you guys watch other other Scott. <laughs> what was that, Scott? Or Cameron? I'm sorry. What was that, Scott? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen Succession? No, no, I have no. no. Oh my god. Uh, what's what is it that actor's name in real life? Uh, Something. Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Kieran Culkin is in it, and the whole movie is about this, like, or the movie, the show is all about this like media conglomerate that run by this guy named and and he has these kids who are trying to like weasel their way into family fortunes this is dysfunctional family and he's one of the sons which is like this perfect weird lineage back to the Wallace Wells character like you never <laughs> see a parent in the movie you don't know why he's the one with nice things you know it's like <laughs> right. it's such a weird thing and the other thing is like i don't really i can't think of another movie that has the same kind of exact same kind of atmosphere or like feeling that anything can happen specifically in that way. Like there are definitely like music movies that are like similar and there are action movies and comic book movies and stuff that tie in in certain ways, but it's just like so weird. It's like, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. Do they ever, and the, the reading the, the novel, do they ever explain that Scott's parents still live across the street from where he's living now? Cause he's like, this is the house I grew up in. Is anybody right. actually living there? <laughs> if if they do, it, it, it's like one line or something. They're like, it'll be okay. like a little bubble that's like, his parents still live there, but you'll never know that. Like, right, Brian right. Leo just, so good. He continues world building without actually showing you the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah, I, I, that drove me nuts during the movie, though. I got to admit, I'm like, do they still live there? Why, who are they? You know, but anyway. I never actually like, yeah. <laughs> thought about that where it's like, there's really no parents or there's no... There's, there's no, no parental like guide. Yeah. To, yeah. There's no adult in this movie. Um, it's all like, just this peer group, right? Like, I would yeah. say. Yeah. The, the only indication that there are parents are like knives, parents, and the fact that Scott has a sibling. Like, otherwise, you yeah. know, nobody ever <laughs> yeah. talks about it. <laughs> well, and I just like the aspect around. of there not being any adults to be like the, you know, the, the, the moral the wise kind of you know suits oh, i'm gonna tell you what to do and here's what mm-hmm. you've got to do to you know to write mm-hmm. yourself and it's just him just basically learning from experience and that you know comes into play with the whole video game thing you know he got the one up earlier you know mm-hmm. when he was battling the twins so that you know when he makes that mistake and dies he's got a chance to to write that wrong not from you know necessarily what somebody told him he did wrong but from what he you know learned through experience that he did wrong basically and had to go back and and fix so i i, I do like that and i had never thought about that part of it that there were no adults in there to kind of act as <laughs> as guides along yeah. his journey he just kind of has to figure it out on his own through trial and error like i guess even- Gideon is technically an adult like he's an adult there's like some adults that there's the guy at the party who knows everyone he's <laughs> kind of an adult like <laughs> Come on, and even that guy's somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and even that guy, isn't he? He's like the T-Mobile guy or whatever. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else is he? What else is he really? Okay, good. I think no, he's, like, he's, he's got the
He's in some what cell phone commercial. So he's he's a, new yeah. Isn't he a new girl? Yes, I believe he's not like a main okay. actor, but like a secondary I'm, character. I'm going right. to take word for it. Yes. Yes. Do that. <laughs> that you'll be the first. But um, what I loved, I, and I, this is one of those things I caught, when Scott enters the, the, the club where Gideon is the first time, that character is there and he goes, oh, yeah, the first album was better than the second one. Yep. But then he comes back, and when he comes back, when Scott comes back the second time, he goes, "Oh yeah, the comic book's better than the movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> I never get that. Catch. I never realized that. Did yeah, you say their catch. first album is better than their first album? Is that? Is it something like that? It's, I'm not <laughs> sure exactly. <laughs> You're what like, what? It's different. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's man. Did you guys have a favorite like of the fictional music groups and performances? Did you have a favorite? Not really. I, I'll get back to you on that yeah. the second time or, or third time I well, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me let me give you a shout out here, Cameron. Uh, I should I already did that, but anyway, um, he did his Ration Radios last Sunday, and there was a lot of cool music. You guys should go back and listen to it if you haven't. It was really good, and it really exemplified the music that's in this. But of course, Mimic, you mentioned them earlier, was in that. I actually really like that song. When I first heard that when you were playing it, I was like, okay, I know this. Okay, I like this. You know, that's probably the one that stuck out the most. The other one, surprisingly, is, uh, well, Garbage Truck, of course, but or Launchpad <laughs> McQuack. But yeah. the one I'm thinking of now is, um, the, and I don't know what the name of the song is, but the one they play when they're playing the Twins. I kind of like yes. that. I was like, okay, I do like that yeah. song. I have no idea what it's called, but I did like that yeah. one. Again, uh, we'll call it, since it's random, we'll call it Mega Man or something. That's yeah, a, it, <laughs> it, it might fun. as well be called that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know they said they sucked, but I liked Sex Bomb. Like I liked yeah, whenever they were yeah. in the movie. I even like. Yeah. I'm not kidding when I said I like Garbage Truck. I, I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is good for an opening band. I, I would have thought Ryan would have said the um, Katayanagi Twin. twins. Yeah, yeah, I may have mispronounced that, but no, I, I thought you know, right with his, I thought with his DJ roots, he would have said them for sure. I thought you were going to say because I'm Japanese too or something. No, no, <laughs> I didn't say that. I said the DJ thing. Said, they weren't really DJs, though. You know, they they were it was like just one pushing key, one note on a keyboard. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's not really DJ. <laughs> Maybe they, in today's day and age, but ten though. years ago, that wasn't the jazz. Right. No, that's, that that's definitely wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, well that, and they dance together. That's right. <laughs> you know, does that not count it, so. for anything? Right. I mean, that, that's choreographed. Clint does it like that? No. <laughs> see, the difference. I didn't say I was good at it. People can actually see what you're doing for a change. So that's why I did. I'm trying to make well, it entertaining. I, I did also like that was another thing that kind of stuck with me from the movie was seeing that all the bands weren't the same configuration of like three white dudes, essentially. <laughs> yes. Like even even Crash and the Boys has a like it's not just boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the girl on drums. The girl um, one of the boys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the bands had a girl drummer, didn't they? Like any of the band bands that performed? Uh, yeah, I don't think I, Mimic did, those did they? Uh, no, I, I don't. They had a long hair guy, I think. Oh, maybe they. Maybe I don't know. I can't. Yeah, let me think about that. But, but, <laughs> it's, but the the possibility of it is like a fifty fifty in my mind, which is kind yeah. of a nice thing because it yeah. it could have so easy ten years ago, especially like it could have so mm-hmm. easily been just dude dominated, just all making sad indie rock. You yep. know what I mean? But it's like <laughs> even even like uh, um. Clash of Demon Head is like yes. has its has its own sound. It's not yeah. just rock. It's like it's bigger. It's anthemic. It's like pop radio, but it's also fitting of the scene. It's really cool 
how they did that. Again, another thing that could have been a huge pitfall. <laughs> like they could have made mm. these really dumb bands. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't. You're right. You're absolutely right. I appreciated the music this time more than I did before for sure. No question. I wonder what the the official soundtrack sounds like. I gotta look that up. I I don't know why I haven't, but it would be amazing if they got together and recorded all these songs as real songs because that yeah like i would listen to it absolutely listen to it well it's there i mean it's on most streaming uh platforms and there's two soundtracks i think so like one is the cinematic soundtrack so it's Mm. you know not not music from the bands in the movie the other one is all like music that either was like metric was covered by clash of demon head like that's Mm. not their own song they made for the movie um, but Beck and another musical advisor made all of the Sex Bobomb music and recorded it. And he and he actually recorded. Uh, they they asked him to make to record some of the music based on like the just the comics, and he made like thirty two tracks in in like thirty two hours. But they're wow, each oh my a, God. they're they're each like a minute long. And <laughs> It's just like Beck, you freak, make thirty-two songs <laughs> in a day and a half, and and he's like, okay, I was gonna do it anyway, um, yeah. and so he, and that's what's kind of fun is like most of the songs I think were from the book, but maybe one or two are newer that he was just like, this is kind of like a a weird spiritual cousin of the other songs. So, and they even have like a couple of eight-bit uh, covers of the Sex Bomb songs. Oh, too, nice! I think, so that'd be um, sweet. Yeah, it's it's a really fun thing that I'll listen to it like after watching the movie just to as I'm like driving around or whatever. It's just kind of a fun thing that they would even do that. The the next step would be like a tour. Mm. <laughs> Which oh that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of eight bits, real quick, I know we're we're trying to wrap up, but there was a Scott Pilgrim video game. Have you guys ever played that? I have, I have not. not. I have so from what from what I understand, it was pretty cool, but for some reason, I don't know if it's the music or something else. They completely like got rid of it. It was a download, and you can download it anymore, and that was the end of it. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, and it looked exactly like the graphic novel the characters did, so it'd be cool to see it. And I wanted, I'd play it, but I, I don't know, I don't know the story behind it. Uh, maybe someone else does, but I'd like yeah. to play it. Like I said, it's it lent, <laughs> If there's a movie that lends itself to a video game, this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's a video game inspired movie, yeah. right? <laughs> It's, uh, uh, anyway, it's because it's like a side scroller or something. I think. Yes, exactly. It's exactly. It's, it yeah. reminds me of like the Ninja Turtle arcade so, game. It's, it's yes. in my head. Yeah, perfect. I'd like to see it. Look this Bring up. it back. All right, you go up. look that up. I will look it yeah, up. Yeah, you go on my own it. free time. What we're Google not well, share, yeah, we'll share with us because I'd love to know more too because it it sounds awesome. Yeah. So. But I know, uh, I know, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta wrap things up uh, a little bit. I, it sounds like we could talk about Scott Pilgrim for freaking ever because it, it, <laughs> it was really good and it's only gotten better. Um, so go rot watch if you haven't. It's on Netflix now. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's gonna come back or come on. You could probably find the movie for like eight bucks in a discount bin. I think that's where I got mine. You know, yeah. uh, my copy of it. So it's not like it's hard to get. But go watch it. You won't regret it. You have five people here that agree with you. Some that have seen it multiple times and some that have seen it only once. Yeah, yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and I want to go read the graphic novel because it sounds like they released. I'm going some, to too. Yeah. yeah, they released some new stuff, right? Not not new stuff, but remastered or redone kind of thing. But they um, released the whole thing um, in color for the first time, I think, last hmm. year. Uh, and you could just—I mean, you can get that at, at like Powell's online or at Amazon mm-hmm. or whatever is easiest for you. And I think 
recently I've seen it on sale. So, you know, we're not going, I don't think we're going anywhere anyone anytime soon. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, to read, especially, especially in the summer. I feel like it's a good read. Ah. <laughs> sad. Well, you know, yes. Now sad. that the, now that you made me sad, maybe Joey can bring my spirits up. It's true. Joey, Joey. it's your turn. Joey, go. Joey, do it, Joey. Do it. It's game time. So we didn't get to explain awesome. the uh, the rules beforehand. So hopefully it's not too too complicated uh, this week. Uh, so we're playing a uh, episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, this is where I'm going to give you a quote. Now, I uh, didn't want to do just Scott Pilgrim, so I decided to do Edgar Wright movies. Okay. Oh, nice. So okay. you've got you got Scott Pilgrim, you've got uh, Hot Fuzz, you've got um, <laughs> that whole the, trilogy. Scott yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, Shaun of the Dead, The World's End, and you've also got Baby Driver as mm. well, which I had forgotten was a Edgar Wright yeah. uh, movie before I started doing this. <laughs> it does not seem to fit in there, but okay. Yeah. Uh, talk about a movie you want to recast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, so I'm going to give you a quote from an Edgar Wright movie. Uh, this will be a buzz-in game. Uh, so Cam, do you have access to the private chat on StreamYard there? Yes, I see it. Okay. okay. So what you'll want to do is ahead of time, you'll want to go ahead and type your name in. Uh, and then when you know the answer, hit enter. That way everybody's kind of got the same buzz in speed, if that makes sense. Perfect. Um, you'll have to name in order the movie, the character that said it, and then the actor that played it. Okay. Now, okay. Now, screwed. now, look, you yeah. don't have to do all three. So you can earn points progressively. So mm, you okay. get 10 points for the movie, 10 points for the character, 10 points for the actor. You only lose points if you buzz in and you don't know an answer. So if you buzz in and you only know the movie the quote came from, that's fine. So you get those 10 points. You don't know the character. You can't name it. That's fine. But whoever buzzed in second originally gets a chance to steal. And if mm. they know the character, they get 10 points and then they can try to name mm. the actor. If they don't know the actor, again, they still keep 10 points. And then somebody can buzz in and steal the third part, which is the actor, if they know it. Okay. Does that make sense? You yeah, only perfect. lose points if you buzz in at any of the three stages without the correct answer. That's the only way to lose lose the points. So you can steal the leftover points, if that makes sense, if they don't make it uh, all the way through three. Now, we're going to do 15 quotes altogether. Uh, there is no final round since we're a little pressed on time. Um, and everybody just get ready to buzz in. Any questions? Nope. Okay. Oh, <laughs> here's, your, here's your first quote. Safety first, Sean. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, well, it's from Shaun of the Dead, obviously. Okay, um, so that's ten points. But um, oh, I, I, I know the character, uh, or the, I can see it, but I can't. I don't know his name. Oh well. Okay. Now, Cam, you don't have to try to steal right here, so you don't lose points. But if you know the character's name, since you were the second to buzz in, you can name the character if you can. If not, you can just pass. Uh, I think I'm gonna pass. Okay. I I feel like I know the the actor's name, but not the character. Uh, yeah, if that's weird. You yeah, know? no, that happens sometimes. Uh, either of the other two of you want to buzz in real quick to try to steal? I haven't <laughs> seen any okay. of the other three movies, so I'm screwed because I'm so dealing with the... a super fan here as far as Scotty <laughs> Peagle. So I, I foresee me having Ryan points. So I'll just say that. 
So the character's name is Philip, which is oh, Sean's oh, uh, stepdad, played Nye. by Bill Nye. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. <laughs> of course, Bill Nye's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Philip. Next, next quote. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2? Cam. That is from Hot Fuzz. Correct. Who good job. And the character's name is Danny. Correct. And it's played by Nick Frost. Nick Frost is correct. Very good. So uh, Cam's got 30 points off of that one. Nice well, job, the game's Cam. over now. It's, yeah, <laughs> and, we're done. All right. and we're done. Congratulations, Nick. Cam. Nick, Nick Frost y'all's been... game, man. <laughs> Next one. Didn't you get my email explaining this situation? Clint. Oh, that's uh, that's Scott Pilgrim, obviously. Um, okay. It's the first evil ex, Matthew Patel. Good. I don't remember the actor's name. Okay, so you're going to pass. Uh, Cam, do you want to take that option to steal? This is an uh, off I'm, actor. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pass this one. I doubt anybody's going to know. Um I think he's uh, mainly a Bollywood actor. Uh, the name, mm-hmm. I may be messing it up, Satya Baba uh, is the actor's name that plays Matthew Patel. I would have felt racist saying that, so I'm glad I didn't even try, <laughs> you know? Jeez. Alrighty. Oh. So do I have, so just to make sure I understand, did I get 20 points from that round? You did get 20 points, that's okay. correct. Okay. All right, next up. Hey, you know Pac-Man? Clint? Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Good, good. Okay. So Clint's that, that was my only lead. goal for this game. That was my only goal for this game was to beat Cameron in. I'm beating on a Scott Pilgrim question. That was it. I won. Yeah, it doesn't winner. even matter. Hey. Winner, Clint. All right. Next one. Five guys, 12 pubs, 50 pints. Cam? Yeah. It's the world's end. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I want to say, ooh, you know what? I'm going to stop there because I don't feel confident <laughs> in my next step. <laughs> it could be it, any one of them. Like the, it, literally, <laughs> yeah, it could be any one of them that said it. Yeah. First so, of all, so, the math's wrong. Somebody corrects him on his math because that would actually be 60 pints. Um, but does anybody know the character's mm-hmm. name that says it wants to buzz in? Oh, my God. I can't remember any of the character's names from that movie. I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character's name is Gary king and that one's the one that's played by simon pegg i can see i can hear simon Pegg saying it because i think he yeah, said it on yeah, the preview. yeah yeah but it's just uh yeah. all righty next quote this is good garlic bread clint again dang it <laughs> uh that's from scott pilgrim okay and um just for a myself out i believe that's ramona flowers correct okay and I don't remember her name that plays it. So that's that's going to Cam. Cam, you get the chance to steal. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, Correct. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Very good. Cam, you're <laughs> typing your name first and not typing and trying I, to get I, I name down. I, okay, I don't want to quit <laughs> beating you on a technicality here. <laughs> I appreciate you checking. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel rigged at all. Yeah, all seriously. Right. Here we go. Next quote. You're a good driver. You're a bad liar, though. In this business, the moment you catch feelings is the moment you catch a bullet. Did I miss somebody buzzing in in the chat? Nope. 
No. Nobody buzzed no. in. Oh, Nate. Oh, Nate. That's Baby Driver. That is Baby Driver. Um, and I. Oh. Is it a quote from Baby Driver? <laughs> By Baby Driver? I don't remember the. The Driver I, Baby. Don't right. remember the Alec Baldwin, character right? name. But I. Yeah, I don't Wait, know the character name. Does anybody know the character name before Nate says who the actor is? Because I think he knows who the actor is. I, I, know the, I, I don't know the character name. No. Am I the only one that likes that movie in here? I, I like the movie. Oh, okay. I, 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 like movie. It. I love the music in it, too. It's yeah. another oh, movie yeah. that incorporates I, I remember, the music really well. It was popular when it came so, out. People liked it. Do you know who the actor is that plays the character that says it, Nate? I want to say it was Kevin Spacey. No. Oh, it wasn't Kevin Spacey. Wow. No. That's Kevin actually Spacey? my guess for sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, and maybe I wrote it down wrong, but I, I had that was Jamie Foxx's character, Bats. Mm, and maybe bats. I'll need to double check myself, wow. but um, that's what I had down. Oh, okay. Bats. So, I'll need to double check <laughs> wait, myself. Mean, wait, his character's name wasn't Motherfucker Jones? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you did get 10 points. So you're now on the board and you don't have Ryan points like oh, Ryan yeah. does. All right, I need a Ramona Flowers one. I just was too slow. And I hit the shift and actually at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you like close the tab on accident. Right. <laughs> it just disappears. Here we go. I'm going I'm to see if I can get through this whole thing. Oh, wow. Take car, go to mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all of this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Cam. Uh, so it's Shaun of the Dead. Correct. But I again, it's it's between the <laughs> two of them. <laughs> Either one of them could have said it, so I'm gonna stop there. Uh, Clint wants to steal some of the points. Uh, was it Sean? That's correct. <laughs> and that was, of course, Simon Pegg. Correct. Yes. Oh, and just for reference, guys, and I, I forgot to mention this because I was kind of rushing through the the stuff about the game. None of the characters are repeated. The movies are repeated, but each character's oh, only got one quote. And I'm gotcha. sorry, I should have mentioned that oh, okay. earlier, and I meant to, and I, I totally blanked on that. That's all right. So that, no harm, no foul. That can help y'all out a little bit moving forward. So, so to real quick, just to confirm, I think we could have Simon Pegg again, but we couldn't have. Sean from Sean of the Dead. Correct. Yes, that's exactly correct. Right. No, no repeat characters. Repeat films and repeat actors, but no repeat characters. Understood. Here we go. Quote number nine. Somebody bring me my board. Clint. Scott Pilgrim, Lucas Lee, and uh, Chris Evans. Correct. Yeah. I remember that part now. Okay. Before he grinds 200 miles per hour down the. I, I, I liked him so much as a douchebag so now good. compared to 10 years ago. <laughs> now that he's been Captain America for so long. Like, you look Captain Comerica? It's Captain America. America. <laughs> it's a new car. You know, he's, he's now advertising for the new Ford. But now, uh, now that he's not a possibility in the game, I think one of my favorite quotes from Scott Pilgrim is when he's like, I let him do the close up shots so I can get blazed back in my winning. <laughs> I almost put that one down. I almost put that one down as the quote. God, that one is, it's like so it's good. So it's, good. So, it's forgotten because there's so many uh, good, good lines, I think. Oh. Okay. Um, this is going to be a double point one because it is whoa. a tricky one. Okay. Your tattoo says hat. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out. Man. Ryan, you should just guess to guess if you're going to end up, you know. 
Damn, I was hoping I could convince him. <laughs> oh, nobody's guessing. That one is from Baby Driver. That one's said by Baby, and that's uh, Ansel Egert. Egert. I don't oh, that's right. Last name. So nobody got that one. Too bad. It was our double point. Okay, next quote. Tell it to the cleaning lady on Monday. Uh, nice. Cam. Oh. That's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh-huh. That's that's Todd Ingram. Uh-huh. That's played by Brandon Roth. Very good. Exactly correct. With the big three on his shirt. Well, because yep. she doesn't she doesn't come in on weekends. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's Friday today. And then yeah. They're like, what? <laughs> that sounds like a response from me, right? Logical answer. Yeah, just like super logical. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I I mean I got it, but nobody else did there apparently. All right. But anyway. So um, we got five quotes left. Uh, Clint has a slight lead over Cam. Cam uh, Clint's got 130. Cam's got 90. Nate's got 10. And Ryan is on brand right now with Ryan's <laughs> Ryan. You just need to say Ryan's on brand and move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Quote number 11. Oh, I'm sorry. That was 11. Okay. I'm sorry. So we're through 11 right now. All right. All right. Now this quote, this one is two different characters talking but I'm looking for the main character that both starts and ends the quote conversation I'm about to have. Okay. Yeah. When's your birthday? 22nd of February. What year? Every year. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I can see the exchange. I just don't know which one. <laughs> oh, I got, Cameron? I got it. So that is a uh, hot fuzz. Correct. And that's said by Nicholas Angel, but he's Very talking good. to the school kid. Yep. Because they're checking IDs and that. Yep. Pod. Yeah. <laughs> and that's played by? Oh, uh, Simon Pegg. Simon nice. Pegg. Very good. Okay. So you're up to 120. You are catching up to Clint. Damn you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Quote number 13. Lucky number 13. Short answer. Vegans are just better than everyone else. Cam, so that's Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hmm. Is it? Envy um, Adams says that. Envy Adams. And Would you have given him points if you said Natalie? <laughs> no. <That's her> <laughs> okay, just curious. No one remembers her real name. Uh, no. And Brie, Brie Larson, obviously. Very good. Exactly correct. So now you have taken a lead Ooh. over Clint. Things are getting interesting. It's now 150 to 130. Ryan, you still got a chance. I knew that answer. <laughs> I tried. You did. You, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that answer. Yeah. I couldn't think right. the character's name. Anyway. I was going to say Natalie in my defense. <laughs> you you wouldn't be the wrong. one to, to yeah, you just say Natalie. <laughs> All right, we got two left. You made me swallow my gum. That's going to be in my digestive tract for seven years. <laughs> Clint. Uh, that's that's um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh -huh. It's Gideon. Uh -huh. uh, John, why can't I think of, not think of John's last name? Can I just say John? Is that enough? Sure, it's enough to be wrong because it's Jason. <laughs> Jason. So that's going to be minus 10, so you only earn 10 points for that. Round, you're at can one. I just, can I just say John? <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. Jason, yes, I know I got the J right. I'll give I'll give myself credit on that. So look, this is very close. So we've got one quote left. 
Uh, Cam has 150 and Clint has 140. Uh, so it's it's coming down to this one, guys. Here we go. And it's a, it's a short, simple one, so be ready. Okay. Nate, get this. And also, yeah, I was going to try to buzz in and just – Well, actually, Nate and Ryan, if they buzz in and get it right, then that's going to let Cam win. I understand. I just want to just – you know, all right, guys. Out, that's all. <laughs> like when you're playing, it's like when you're playing hold them and they draw like almost a straight and the last part's like a red two and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Here we go in the river. Yeah. You've got red on you. Cam. That is um, Shaun of the Dead. Correct. And uh, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> okay. So that brings you up to 160. So <laughs> can you name the character, Clint? Because if you can name the character and the actor that plays the character, then you will tie and we'll go to a tiebreaker. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's Nick Frost's character, but I have no clue. It is Nick Frost's character, uh, but you had to name the character. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, it was Ed. Go. It was Ed. I was going to go hooligan, so I knew that wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) So, after 15 rounds of Whose Line Is It Anyway from the Edgar Wright films, our winner is our guest, the Pretzel King. Man. Cam Renduel. I think last time I was on here, I didn't get a single point, so this is redemption. This is your redemption song. You made it. You made it for like a boss. Well done. Well done. That was was a good game, Joey. As always, good game. I, I regret not watching. I haven't seen World's End and I haven't seen Baby Driver, but both, I have seen the others. Both good movies. Both if you really liked Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, you'll like the Which World. Which I have. Movie. Right. I need to see those again, too, obviously. Yeah. So what I got from this podcast is I need to go watch more TV and movies. Thanks. <laughs> more yes, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do these days? <laughs> yeah, I'm raising kids. <laughs> Screw that. Oh, yeah. Kid, <laughs> kids can raise themselves. Raise the kid right, for yeah. She knows how to use the potty now. She's fine. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's, a, she's fine. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Joey, uh, for the game. That's always yeah, that was awesome. always entertaining, and it's always nice when when our guest comes in and wins. It's always it's a good feeling <laughs> for all of us. I'm glad y'all um, like it. So thank you, Cam, uh, for joining us today. Uh, chatting program. I know we could probably go hours and hours and hours more uh, talking about this stuff. So we'll have to schedule you in maybe in like four or five years once uh, you know, your, your <laughs> job the your anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can come back and play again though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was super fun and it's great to see you guys. And I know times are weird. We probably would have run into each other a couple of times by mm-hmm. now. Um, yep. So hopefully that those days are ahead of us. So this is a, until then, this is a, a, a nice substitute. Totally. Well, Cam, well, uh, said, in the meantime, for those in the chat watching or for listening to this, why don't you plug yourself and let us know where we can uh, interact with you online? Yeah. So uh, in terms of interacting with me, I'm on Twitter all the time, probably an unhealthy amount these days um, <laughs> at, <laughs> at Cameron Duel. And then I have a monthly music newsletter called Brashens. I've been doing it for about five years. Uh, at the end of every month, I just kind of break down a list of the albums that I thought are really good or interesting. Um, and it used to be about live shows coming through Seattle, not anymore. Uh, and then I'm kind of using it as a way to, to kind of highlight some of the things I've been watching, whether they're new or I'm just getting to them. 
Um, so it's kind of a pop culture focus. So you can, uh, the link is in my bio on Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, it comes out every month. And then I've been toying with Rations Radio, which Clint and Gary Lee were kind enough to join last week for the whole time. But I just really miss when I was in college, I was a, a, a DJ um, and I had a show every week. I kind of missed that, like capping the week off with something really fun and different. So starting to get back into that rhythm. Things are going to get a little busy here in a couple of weeks, so yep. uh, yeah. might not get that normalcy going, but uh, it's fun, and I'll let anybody uh, know who's interested uh, when that's coming, either through the newsletter or on Twitter. So uh, just follow along, and um, you know, they can they, they can go yeah. back and listen to previous Ration Radios and the and the songs you played to this playlist on Spotify, right? Yeah, so they're all on my Spotify account. I'll just tweet out the link after because I I get it. Like I'll typically go for an hour or two on a Sunday morning. I know people are busy um, after the broadcast. I'll just link that in Twitter. Here's the playlist. If you want to jump in and listen to a couple of songs, that's cool. If you want to listen to the whole thing, that's fine too. I mean, it's really all about getting exposure for artists mm-hmm. who maybe are not the most popular, maybe newer. I think now more than ever, it's important to highlight those young artists or maybe emerging artists because they're not, they can't tour, you know, it's, it sucks because there are so many creative people who are finding that outlet, but the audiences aren't there to continue to grow. So this is one way to kind of hopefully help. Um, The other thing to point out, this has nothing to do with me, but I discover a lot of music through Bandcamp and I would recommend going on Bandcamp on Fridays if you have a couple extra dollars and just finding maybe a couple, if you listen to something and you like it give a couple bucks to that band or that artist because Bandcamp will give a hundred of percent of their proceeds to them awesome. on that day only that's so really cool. we started doing that a couple months ago every friday they'll do it so uh, and that's you know release day for a lot of artists so that's a great time friday morning or over the weekends just jump in and see if you don't like anything that's cool but you might find your next favorite band um, without realizing it Right on. One thing I do want to say about Rations Radio, the most recent one, is it was Scott Pilgrim influenced. There's some from the soundtrack, there's some that was based on it. So uh, it really ties in well with this episode. So I would strongly recommend going back and listening to it, getting, like Cam said, some new music and see what Cam likes and put together. It was really fun to listen to. I I hope to make the next one, if not one in the future. (laughs) I know you'll be your hands full, literally, but I look forward to it either way. (laughs) Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's awesome. Cool. So well, Cam, uh, we do our we do our sign off. I think you know that. Um, I'm yeah. assuming you already have one. You can be from your old 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 podcast, if you yeah. will. And we'll let you go last. Yes, yeah. you go last. We go in order. We don't all say it at the same last. time either. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Just real quick, thank you everyone for joining us on this very uh, surprisingly live episode. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> you guys enjoyed it. Um, and uh, we'll be here again next week. We'll have uh, Twitch streams. We'll be doing some games. Uh, we've got the Star Wars Celebration Nerds Unite Network happening this week, so keep your very eyes cool. out open for that. It's going to be very cool. Uh, yeah, you can just follow us on Twitter at the underscore dorkspin, same as Instagram. Uh, yeah, we'll be switching over to Podbean this week uh, away from SoundCloud, so bear with us on that. We're not sure how that's going to go, but we'll let you guys know uh, as we get the episode uploaded. Uh, but thank you again, Cam, for joining us this week. Uh, with that, uh, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Freeze! Vegan police! Word, homies. Please, no gang signs. Keep popping. There it is.